Celebrate the historic 100th Greeley Stampede, June 23rd through July 4th, featuring concerts, rodeo, carnival, and more. Tickets available at GreeleyStampede.org. You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of the Greeley Philharmonic Orchestra and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Nick Snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, Northern Colorado's voice here in the Allo Communications studios in downtown Greeley, introducing co-host extraordinaire, Alyssa Sanchez. Yep, I'm back again. I'm always here, but it's always good that I'm here. So. Says who? <laughs> the fans, Nick. The uh, fans. The fans. Yep. And Taylor Myers. Normally, I'm here in the mornings. This is a very nice change. Well, I'm glad to have you on the show. Thank you. And usually just for a segment. You can be on as long or as little as you want today. Really? Yes. I just get up and leave. (laughs) No. Yeah, right through the segment, just hit the door slam. Yeah. All right, I'm bored with Nick. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Taylor's a lawyer. We'll get to learn all about what lawyers do. Turns out, not much. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh. Well, that's all you see me do is not much because, well, you just come in and I'm usually like... Not doing much. Well, well, we'll get the inside scoop of <laughs> law things. Ooh, law things. Well, this is a full disclosure. We are pre-recording this show because, let's face it, the Avs are on tomorrow night. So it's Tuesday right now. But you're listening, you know, on Wednesday or whenever you're tuning in on our on our podcast, Spotify. Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. Wow. Yeah, I she did it. She did her homework. I did it on the walk over here. <laughs> yeah, well, way to go, procrastinator. Thank you. What I, were those again? Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. And many more. Many. I almost, I always post the newest uh, no-co now that I'm on on my Instagram. So if, yeah, so if you, I'll I'll post this one and people can catch it on there. Heck yeah. Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So the Avs are, well, you don't know what's going to happen, obviously, tonight. There's a game's clearly underway if you're tuning in now. Um, Tuning in and watching the Avalanche, of course. Tuning in and watching the Avalanche. Yes, at the same time. That is a possibility, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, Just in case I get bored with the color commentary from the game, but you know, we're in the Stanley Cup playoffs. My favorite time of year when it comes to sports. They got it kind of a shellacking down in Tampa the other day. We'll see what happens tonight. Um, You know... Last week when – I'm just going to go on off a little hockey mm-hmm. tangent because my hockey league starts up again tonight. So you know what? Uh-oh. Um, not tonight. Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Tonight, if you're listening live. Otherwise, my Wednesdays are hockey nights again. Um, I got a vendetta. I lost both my playoffs games last season, and I'm mm-hmm. still not over that. So, yeah, new you'll team. Have something to, you'll have something to rant about again? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> some, little, some grumps, you know, some happiness. I got a new team. Uh, yeah, that's why I like this this league I'm in, the FCHL in Fort Collins, because, you know, it's just a draft league. Everyone gets recruited and, and, you know, you only can keep four or five players. So you always get to play with a lot of different 
people. Um, so eventually you cycle through the entire league and get to know people. So the person that I might really despise and, and dislike and hate how often and frequently they score on me, um, you know, they could be my teammates next season. <laughs> That's so fun. I know. That's <laughs> why you really got to keep your cool and make sure you don't ruffle any feathers there. And right. else, you know, I have a defensive player who's like, yeah, you're on your own, Nick. But everybody needs a goalie, so they can't. They can't start any squabbles with you. Oh, they shouldn't. No. Have you asked the viewers what their thought is on um, what the hardest, most, what was the question we got in a, a debate about? It was the, the most the, difficult position in all of sports? Yes. <gasps> oh, well, I had that with my friend Ben Barnhart yeah. and who else? Yeah, we got into it one day. Mm-hmm. And I walked in to trivia and that was the conversation and it was very heated. It was. What do you that think was me. Okay, what do you think? Goalie? Well, okay, so <laughs> ironically, so Ben said quarterback. Uh, Scott, a.k.a. Darth Monger from the Nerd Show, said catcher in baseball. And I say goalie in hockey. Now, little they know, I played all of those positions. I was a quarterback when I was a kid. I, play, I was a catcher when I was a kid. And now I'm a goalie as a man-child. Um, mm-hmm. Well, thanks. <laughs> There you go. Um, I think at the end we posed it as a better question or a better answer for goalie is what is one of, like, the most anxiety-provoking. I don't know. I don't – something along those lines because that is, you know, obviously I would agree that – a goalie is one of those most more anxiety provoking, but I agree. I think with Ben Barnhart that um, one of the hardest is is I quarterback. Feel like I, I disagree. Gymnastics, the people who spin—that's <laughs> so scary. That's so scary when you're up on the bar and you're spinning. Oh, I think that's pretty crazy. That's scary, Same with like sure. synchronized diving when you're diving like off. I mean, there's a lot of intensity with sports, but when it comes down to you know. I'll, I'll, I think they're all difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for for Ben to say quarterback, like yes, you are you're kind of commanding the team, um, but you're only on the the field for half the game, more than half if you have a pretty good offense. Uh, but you're also yeah, you're changing up and calling an audible every now and again. But you have an offensive coordinator who's calling out the plays and telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, really, is that the most difficult position? I don't know. You're trying to you know you got the running backs, you got the wide receivers, you got to make those split second decisions. Yeah, it's challenging, but also you just get to kind of go and review your play where you were successful, where you weren't successful that last uh, um, that last push or run or whatever you had uh, in football. Um, Catcher for baseball, you know, you have to know the the tendencies of the batter, um, kind of read the plays there, communicate with the pitcher directly. Um, yeah, but I, sorry, Scott, I don't think that's the hardest position. Mm. Now let's talk about goaltending. <laughs> and here was where I came in because I believe it or not, even though I'm a lawyer, I do know a lot about sports. Mm, and yes. you can help see what my argument is. Like if I could win this in a in a court case, if you wouldn't some... because my argument was coming in. In a hockey game, you can still take the goaltender out and play hockey like they do at the, you know, at the end of games. You can take the goalie out. Yeah, but and, with such a big risk. And you, you can really do that in the middle that. of the game, too, 
if there is a penalty. That's fair. You want to skid off and get an extra body. Now, what goes on in my mind, which is just horrifying for anyone, mm-hmm. um, you know, when I'm a goalie, and I did not appreciate that position before I started playing goalie. I was a forward, I was a center, you know, and I was like, okay, this is fun, but you only skate for 60 seconds and you're sitting on the bench for two minutes and talking with your teammates. Oh, man, we almost had it. Well, we really didn't. But, you know, it's what you just kind of the banter that goes back and forth. Um, but as a goalie, first of all, it's physically exhausting. I could barely skate off the ice the first time I put on the pads and, and was, you know, doing just basic warm ups. Um, the hand-eye coordination to be able to read a puck flying at you between 80 and 100 miles an hour, mostly at your face um, and the glove reaction and stuff. I mean, the same as a catcher, but you have to have that coordination. You have to know who's on the ice for your team, you know, what their tendencies are, where their strengths are, where their weaknesses are, so you can help to communicate that to them in between periods or so you know what to expect, you know, if the plays come in your direction. You have to get that with the opponent's team, too. You know, read who their strong players are, what lines out there for second or third line. Um, you know, are they a passer? Are they a shooter? You know, what happens on odd man rushes when they're really pushing into your zone and you're also trying to watch what the other goalies tendencies are so you can try to pick up on any weaknesses and chip away at them um, until your team again in between intermissions you're never off mentally um, during the game you know yeah i get to stand there with my arm up on the on the the posts every now and again to relax but i tell you like 30 seconds of just shot after shot after shot feels like five minutes and is completely exhausting are you arguably the catcher is the same not really no, a hundred, hundred mile ball, hour mile. Ball, I can't speak. Come, coming at you every, you know, pitch. Yeah, but that's like coordinated. You know where it's supposed to be. You hold your glove out there. I don't say, "Hey, guy who's shooting, please hit me in the glove." Please yeah, hit but my uh, the pitcher, like, the pitcher doesn't exactly go where. Well, they should. That means the pitcher's got the problems. <laughs> Fair. Okay. I don't know. But, you know, that's as far as intensity. Now, if we're talking the most stressful, I'd, you know, like a field goal kicker in yes. the Super Bowl and overtime or something field like that. Field goal kicker, like, I think, for sure. Like, that is, I mean, everyone's rooting against you or they're rooting for you. And, you know, you're 50, 60, 65 yards away at times. Um, I think that can be pretty stressful, pretty intense. Sounds scary. <laughs> I mean, if you have somebody like Lucy who yanks the ball away from you at the last second, you do this little... Yeah, they should instill Lucy in the Super Bowl, I think. Get that cartoon in real life. Yes. Do whatever it Come takes. on, let's go. We can Come get some on, um, I think you can appreciate all those positions differently. Mm. Including the gymnastics if you watch the show Cheer on Netflix. Mm. What about, um, I mean, just like the coordination of figure skating, too? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like yes. dancing on ice. With blades. With sharp blades so attached sad. to your feet. That's why I have a little scar on my chin from figure skating. Really? When I was little. Huh. Uh-huh. It is It is difficult. And that was not even at, um, you know, <laughs> figure skating level. No. Mm. I, what other ones? Mm. Mm. Well, in cheerleading also, mm-hmm. the people who get flipped in the air yeah. and the people who are flipping them. That's I don't know a lot about sports, but what I do know is that that also seems frightening. Yeah, no, that a lot of and things it's, are frightening, and it's and it's like physically demanding. Yeah, that mm-hmm. seems hard. Dancers, that all seems tough. Doing the splits this feels impossible. <laughs> it's <laughs> so not. I mean. Can't quite have, beat have them you, yet. Have you done the splits? I'm working on it. I stretch. Okay. I'm bendy sometimes. <laughs> Yoga. I do love my yoga. Yes. That's stressful. Yes. No, it's not. You're just agreeing to anything, Alyssa. Well, yes, I I know. Calming the mind. Maybe I'm measuring it incorrectly because I'm thinking what seems hard, what Hmm. seems stressful for me. What would be the least likely thing for me to do? What is the least likely thing? Flip those little spinny 
gymnastics, anything else I could, I think I could do. But that, you're up in the air, spinning. So you were not a cheerleader. No, I did do gymnastics. Okay. But never did that. Mm. So and I've seen it, and it horrifies me. I was a cheerleader for one game, and I saw my friends on the sideline having too much fun, and I decided to quit. So That makes sense. More fun. But you were adding to that fun. You got to experience that fun. Well, after you were a cheerleader. Yes. Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll be back after this break. The next snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA brought to you by 477 Distilling located in downtown Greeley. We're having the four year anniversary party this weekend. 1 p.m. The door is open. There'll be a special cake. First 100 people in the door get a custom, no, exclusive <laughs> t shirt. And let's guarantee if you're anything past 50, you're probably not going to get the size that you really want. So it'll just sit in your door. So get there early, line up. Um, one o'clock is the, the shenanigans begin, and they release their uncut, unfiltered bourbon, cask strength bourbon. Yum. Uh, heavenly. <laughs> I found my bottle I think from you're last year. A little. Just a little slobber. Sorry yeah. about the microphone, Micah. That was. Um, fantasizing about Saturday. Mm. So come down and say hello uh, 477. I'll be there at 1 o'clock. We were going to do a live show, but they're covering the rodeo for the Greeley Stampede instead. Um, oh, I can guarantee you I would have been more entertaining. Um, actually, that's when I get After the After you've had bust. some of that bourbon, maybe, yeah. A level 10 <laughs> Nick. Oh my gosh. So much fun. All the great events at 477 Distilling. We actually have our Rock, Paper, Scissors tournament coming up. Uh, what is it? June 28th? I think that sounds about right. We had Have you our... ever gone to a rodeo? Yeah. Okay. My favorite's the Mutton Busters. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> we uh, we were chatting last week. Was it last week? I can't remember. It, it was, was Mutton Busting. Because the, the folks at the Stampede promised me they would find me a sheep large enough to support my weight so I could Mutton Bust. <laughs> they I... promised you that? Yeah. That's crazy. It's, I mean, <laughs> sheep can be pretty big. That's true. But that is my all-time absolutely favorite event at a rodeo is the Mutton Busting. The... My favorite event is eating the animal. I like when the, when the animals are dead and cooked, I'm all for that. That's, oh my god! That's that just got dark really quickly. <laughs> no, that got that got carnivorous. Mm, that's the word, Micah. I just have this fantasy in my head right now. That's, that's, wait, you don't put me same, in fantasy in the, the same, same fate as the lawyer from Jurassic Park. Just a T-Rex coming down and just chomping you. Right don't now. put me and the lawyer from Jurassic Park in the same sentence. <laughs> I, I am imagine, Jeff Goldblum. I imagine him as one of the clowns in the um, that they see they see him saying he wants to eat them and them just attacking him. I that would be entertaining. I would be a clown for the rodeo. Would you? <gasps> what kind of clown? Would you drive the clown car? No, like this you? is the clown that go like is in the barrel and is getting charged at by a bull. Oh. Mm-hmm. Would you learn how to make balloon animals? No. But you got to be committed to clown dumb. Like, the clown is not a real clown. It's just some guy who dresses up as a clown and so, gets chased by a bull. He doesn't do clown things. Scary. You, you guys, are, you guys are, are there to protect the bull rider. 
Are we? Yeah, why I think I, that's why what I say clown, like the rodeo clowns are for. Are we? Oh yeah, that's my job description. No, I think it's just for the entertainment. Well, I like I think what it is is like the bull rider gets thrown off the bull, mm-hmm. and then the bucked. bull is crazy, and so they're there to distract the bull as the bull rider gets out. Fair enough. I used to work at a rodeo. Well, I lots of. I I'm embracing the Western culture that I. I now uh, are you so much so that you want to become a clown? How very Western of you! I, thank you, thank you. Alyssa. Want to become a clown or already a clown? He goes to clown school at night. <laughs> yeah, His with hockey my league? with my free time. Yeah. Just clown school. Yeah, I just bought the gear and make myself really sweaty and but, yeah. take pictures. Underneath, you're in your clown costume. Oh, absolutely. No I don't like that. I, clowns are very scary. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. It the remake of it, horrifying. Yeah. What's I'm his not... name? Something Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård. No, Stellan is his dad. No, here's the thing. It is not that scary because really it's an alien. People who want to dress up in makeup and entertain little kids, that's scary. So what do you say to the store Magical Moments in downtown Greeley that sends Disney princesses to parties? They put on makeup and go entertain kids. Yeah. Okay. There's a vast. This is hot opinion right here. Lawyered. Um, (laughs) Drop the mic. (laughs) It's on some show. I forget what it is. If a woman can, any woman can go and like go to any playground and it's not creepy and be like, oh my gosh, a little kid, I want to eat you and be so cute. A man does it, creepy. Lady clowns. Oh, lady, I don't think ooh, I've ever seen a lady clown. I don't think I've seen a lady clown there either. So there, equity. that's there was a valid point. We need women lady are not clowns? scary. <laughs> we need lady, lady clowns. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just I, clowns. <laughs> lady yeah. clowns, clowns. Yep. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like the idea of women in clowns? Maybe Bring in, clowns? in the clowns. Send in the clowns. What's is that from? That a, is that a song? It's a great song. Don't know. Hmm. I agree with you. Yeah. In a, in a, I, I understand what you're saying. I think that's like, very unfair. Like, like I could put on makeup and be a Disney princess right now, and it's not creepy. If you put on makeup right now and went to a kid's party, creepy. I beg to differ. Oh. I put on a Stormtrooper costume and go to parties. That's cool. That's cool, though. That's Star Wars. I feel like the dichotomy of this is just kind of unfair. It is a little bit. Just a little biased against clowns. Not just I don't clowns, think clowns are scary. Clowns. They're just, just weird. Clowns. Uh, Maybe we should just condemn clowns in general. Leave the gender out of it. Just clowns. Just clowns. I mean, didn't they pop out of, like, cornfields and murder people? So... Where are you getting this information? <laughs> well, it's on the news. Like, it was in the news a few years ago. People were like, yes, it's creepy. Everything against clowns. I, I can tell. I feel very strongly about clowns. Clowns. One of the layers of Taylor Myers. <laughs> if you're, so as a lawyer, uh, what if a clown committed a horrendous crime? I would not defend Ran them. a stop sign. I would not defend the clown. Wow. Yeah, that's where it wow. comes to an end. It's important to have boundaries. Okay, work. what if they didn't dress up as a clown, but you you know you're you're discussing this crime um, <laughs> from from a, a male who's just like, what's your profession? I'm a clown. Would you say nope? I'm not representing you. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Even no makeup or anything. No, you just can't support clowns. No, I can't. Wow. Uh, should I? Let you know that Tanner is actually becoming a clown. He's going to college to become no, a not. professional clown no, as a side job. So, <laughs> no. uh, are you going to be I, coming on the morning show? I I trust Tanner, and I know for a fact he would not become a clown. I know that for a fact. All right, hang on. Let me get him on the phone really quickly. <laughs> We're not going to get him on the phone. Uh, no. How are we on clowns? 
Oh, because the rodeo. rodeo. Oh, that's rodeo. exactly Rodeo's yeah. coming up. Sorry, anyone who's listening who's a clown, but... <laughs> I, I don't think you are. You just <laughs> eviscerated clowns. They used... Uh, did you ever go to JB's here in Greeley? When it was, yeah. Yeah. They had clowns on the walls and pictures of clowns. Apparently, when I was very little, didn't like them then either. Hmm. Wow. So basically, you hate JB's. No, just clowns. And Greeley. No, whoa, 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 whoa. That. <laughs> I'm from here. Let's calm down. <laughs> She's from here. Micah catastrophizes things. He does. Yeah. He does. Also, was that an eye roll when I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. An eye roll? Yeah. From me? Yeah. No. Okay. Let's go back to carnivorism. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> let's go back to carnivorism. Carnivorism a word. Rodeo. I'm it, making it, it a word. now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about carnivals. I don't trust the rides. I mean, okay. they're... They are put together very quickly. They are. I mean, I, I barely, guys. I barely trust rides at like an amusement park that is stationary. Mm. Um, I still get the heebie-jeebies on a roller coasters and stuff. So if something that rolls in on a trailer that's put up in a day and that it clearly like robbles back and forth. What and was back that noise? Forth, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, I'm not big into carnivals. But carnival food. Ooh, carnival food? So good. I, Give me a turkey leg any day. <laughs> no clowns. Yes, turkey legs. Yes. Got it. And the funnel cakes. I mean, oof. So yeah. See, we talked about, uh, no, we talked about elephant ears last we week. Did. And they didn't know what an elephant ear was. Do you know what an elephant ear isn't is? Isn't it the same? Isn't it just like funnel cake? It is. It's like very airy and flaky. Yeah. It's kind of like, what's that, what's that delicious, is that what they are in um, mm-hmm. like the Rio? Mm-hmm. I just had They're lunch called. at the Rio. But the empanadas can be like They're filled honey. with anything. But uh, yeah. But an elephant ear is hollow and it could either be powdered sugar or regular sugar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't have one since last week, so I'm still craving an elephant ear. Where did you get an elephant ear? Well, I don't know if they have them out in Colorado. I had them in Indiana. Oh. Well, um. Is that our bumper music? Are we not out of time or are we just putting on carnival music? I can't really tell. Uh, we're out of time in this segment. <laughs> we'll be okay. back with more Nick Snacks. <laughs> just stay tuned. We don't know what's happening. <laughs> Send in the clouds. Welcome back to Nick's Next, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA here in the Allo Communications Studios. Here with Alyssa Sanchez and Taylor Myers. Taylor is a lawyer, and I still don't really, I don't know. I, I'm, I've just finished season five of Better Call Saul, so that's pretty much the extent of, of knowledge that's exactly I exactly what it's like. I figured. <laughs> I figured. You don't listen You guys to, are corrupt? <laughs> you don't listen to Havel and I at, in the mornings? I don't. Oh, I'm oh. usually um, working. Wow. Pretty rude. I well. This is why I had to get the full story here. Yeah, yeah. So um, I practice family law and criminal defense. Havala and I do our no-co now on Thursday mornings if people would like to call in and ask questions there. Uh, but, yeah, we that's what we do. We're lawyers. <laughs> so when do you tend to decide what you're going to specialize in? Do you decide that in law school? Is it like going into a specialty in the medical field where you decide, okay, I'll be a general practitioner, I'll be a heart surgeon, I'll be a cardiologist, I'll be an anesthesiologist. When do you get to choose, like, I like family law. I like 
defense. I like crime prosecution. <laughs> uh, it can be. So I actually went to law school to study environmental law, thinking I would change the world. And then I took environmental law and it was very, very boring. And so I changed my mind, took um, an internship at the Wall County District Attorney's Office and loved prosecution and loved criminal law and decided to do that. But it is similar in the sense of like you you can determine later what you specialize in or you can change it. But most people don't necessarily change it, you know, halfway through. So um, decided to do that. And then I got my first job, though, at practicing family law, learned a lot about it. And now what does family law encompass? Is that like wills? Uh, nope. It is divorce, child custody, uh, child support, um, adoption. So it encompasses all of that. Uh, wills is um, trust and estates. That's what we call that. But uh, there That's are, probably the safest, isn't it? Uh, well, people also can get mad at you, but I there are people who practice both family law and trust and estates and do kind of both of those. Um, family law is no one really prepares you for the level of no one really teaches you to be a counselor you know in law school you mm. go to school to be a lawyer and no one teaches you to be a lawyer um yeah you have to deal with a lot of people's drama drama mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well and by that point when you're getting divorced i mean it's not cordial no some and, and some people's when it is cordial most of the time they they don't seek out attorneys. They can do it or they do it themselves. Whether they should or not is a whole other story. But, um, you know, a lot of people, if they are cordial and they don't have children, um, you can go to the courts and just file things to to get a divorce. And people do. So. Hmm. So your time in the DA's office, you know, my, again, experience with the DA uh, comes from a film called Batman. And when they're exactly the same as well, I figure. So like (laughs) there's one DA, right? There's one district attorney. How is that appointed? Um, well, here in Mull County, it's um, elected, and um, Michael Rourke is the DA here in Mull County. He did not uh, – I don't think he ran a post, but before that it was Ken Buck, and then he appointed because he got elected to the Senate. Um, Congress. Congress, yes. Well – one or the other, you know. Yeah, yeah. one, one of the dysfunctional things. units of government. Yeah, I was, I was, I was not, I was not in the DA's office at that point. But um, then he appointed Michael Work, and then he has been elected since. And then once the term is over, at least here in Wild County, I don't know um, other places, but here it is two, two four-year terms. So, so then everyone who works for him is an assistant DA, an associate DA, a. Uh, the the higher ups are called chief DAs, and then it's um, so. Then I went to work for the the DA's office, and I was a county court district attorney. So there's different levels. There's district court, county court. Um, there's uh, like what you see on TV. There's special victims units. There's juvenile court, things like that. So lots lots of different things that people, even <laughs> as I explain it, I'm not doing a great job explaining it, but there's lots of various levels. How many people, how many lawyers work for the Weld County DA? That's a great question that I don't know the answer to. More uh, than but, 20? 50? Uh, there's, a, I, uh, there's 20, for sure, at least 20. But mm-hmm. down in county court, there's two, four, seven, there's eight, I believe, right now. And then 
up that's just county court. So those lower level crimes, what you'd think of like people's first DUIs, their first three DUIs, once it's their fourth, now there's a law that that's felony and that goes to district court. So, um, but that's like criminal mischief, things like that, or, um, you know, smaller crimes is county court, then higher up is district court. When you finally make it to court, how many hours have gone into that? You know, preparing the case and, you know, meeting with your clients. I mean, well, if you're a DA, you don't have clients. You're working for the government. You're technically working for the people. You take an oath of office that you are representing the people of Colorado and the people of Wealth County. So you don't have clients. Um, But if you're a, um, you know, a regular if for say for family law or for criminal defense your clients you spend a lot more time um, than if you are a prosecutor unfortunately people don't realize um, that a lot of people's taxes what they don't want to pay or what they don't want to put into taxes uh, that pays for the um, government that pays for the district attorneys and for the police to be able to put time and energy into people's cases and so um, unfortunately I don't think that there's enough time put into people's cases Um, but it depends on um, you know, the case, sometimes a couple hours, sometimes it depends on it depends on the DA and the case. But. So if you have somebody who will say they, you know, I don't know, hit and run mm-hmm. and you're defending them, okay. but they don't have much money to pay you, like, do, do, I mean, so you want to win, a, right? So that's a public defender, um, you're what you're thinking defender. of. Oh, okay. uh-huh. so that's it, like the mm-hmm. bottom of the totem pole, right? Um, that's what people think, but actually here... At least my experience has been the the public defenders are very very good at their jobs. They're just as good as, um, but they're they're wonderful defense attorneys here. Um, they spend a lot of time and energy, and so if people don't have money, you can apply to the public defender, and they will if you meet a certain criteria, they defend you. Is that um, like the whole, if you don't have a lawyer, one will be provided for you? Yes, but people don't realize, mm. exactly, good job, but the, the <laughs> people, what people don't realize I've is not that. heard that before. Yes. I have never been read my Miranda rights, so I just want to make that very clear on air. Mike yeah, is yeah, just yeah, back yeah. there laughing. So that's what they meant when they know. Uh, oh, that's funny, yeah. Uh, I want to clear that up right away. You have to meet a certain um, income threshold. Mm. And then um, if you don't, if, if you make too much money, then you have to go out and get your own. Well, not necessarily have to. Then uh, you can c- try and convince the judge that you should represent yourself. And sometimes people do represent themselves, whether that's Probably a good advice, idea. Huh? Yeah, that's not a good... <laughs> Usually uh, judges and most attorneys advise against that. Even for attorneys, you should not represent yourself. You should hire someone else um, regardless. You know, you shouldn't represent yourself in any case because there are emotions attached to every case. So. Oh, yeah. Fascinating. Well, that's a misrepresentation for Better Call Saul that public defenders were just, well, I'm sure they are next case and next case and next case and next case all the time. I think it's from more than just Better Call Saul. I think think every movie, every TV show you watch that has a a public defender, it's always overworked, young 20-something that just got out of law school. And the problem is a lot of times, I mean... uh, People call and can't get a hold of their public defenders, but they don't realize, you know, (laughs) like they're out representing other people and they know so much more about the law because they're out representing people. Just because you can't get a hold of them doesn't mean they're 
not doing their job. So um, probably getting more experience to have such a diverse array of cases. Exactly. And so the, at least here, um, speaking for the public defenders here, they are very good attorneys. Now, do people like spend their whole careers there? I mean, I'm sure it's all about passions where you find like kind of that drive, that vision. Um, you know, some people want those big firms. They get to take care of banks. They get to take care of, I don't know, all those awesome things that make buku bucks. But public, do people like spend their whole career there? Is there a way to rise up to be like the chief public defender? Yes, there is. That's oh. exactly what they do. Um, people is that the exact title too? Um, basically, yeah. Wow, look at you! I just felt like I just pulling things out of there, and they're like, there. That's what <laughs> lawyers do right. in law and court, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll learn some more stuff when we come back. Stay tuned. Next, 103.1, KFKA, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, gosh. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I think it's Stitcher. And many more. And many more. The enthusiasm, so Melissa. Yes, just gosh. Tank. Stream our podcast. <laughs> or on 1310kfka.com, that, right? That's true. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. But you can't subscribe on the website. You we can, can bookmark sub- it. Can you? I don't know. Wow, that's cool. Internet. Internet. Oh, yeah. I've got like 18,000 bookmarks. I also have, I'm that person with, you know, 27 tabs open, 20,488 emails that I have. No, you don't. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That gives me anxiety. Over 200 tabs open on my phone. That's incredible. So one of them was penguins. Penguins? I Googled penguins. I always like to go back and look at what I have open. Because I'm like, oh, what was I looking at five months ago? I know. They should put, do they put dates on there? Like, what was going through my mind when I was looking up, I don't know. Public defenders. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was after Nick's hit and run. <laughs> <laughs> I have not hit or run anything. Well, you were asking about hit and runs and what that process is well, like. I didn't want so to go to murder or anything like that or right. treason or, you know, some of those serious treason. felonies. Treason? <laughs> who, who do we know who's committed treason? No, well, personally, like, not very many. <laughs> <laughs> On a global level, I'd say. Yeah, a lot. Mm. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of few. I mean, maybe I've had a pint too many over in England, you know, when I was in college and shared some secrets of I, not that I knew anything. Maybe I had a pint too many in England. <laughs> oh, in England. Yep. Yes. I, yeah. It's understandable. That's it's only England. where people commit treason. That's only. Well, I mean, who is it? Benedict Cumberbatch? No, Benedict Arnold. <laughs> Cumberbatch. <laughs> Sorry, Benedict Cumberbatch. I really appreciate you as an actor. No. Um, what does Benedict Cumberbatch play? Doctor Strange. Oh yes. Right. And a lot of things. Mm-hmm. That's the only one I know. He said he does actually voice a penguin documentary. Oh, fascinating. Where he says penguins. Is he the yes. new? Um, oh, who was the guy who always did all the nature ones? His brother was uh, the guy from Jurassic Park. Yeah. David Attenborough. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a legend. An absolute. I don't know what you're talking about. David Attenborough? Oh, my gosh. Like, the best nature documentaries, always narrated by David Attenborough. Mm-hmm. And his brother was 
John Hammond. Well, that was his character's name from Jurassic Park. I don't remember. Something about, you know, whatever, Attenborough. He's passed away, though. But just like that epic Scottish voice that's just, I don't know, helps to paint a picture. Mm-hmm. Keeps your interest, I think, is why they use people with accents and documentaries. It's weird to listen to. Absolutely. I mean, there's like the times in documentaries where like you're so in, you know, invested and ingrained in what's like the, the speaking. The, but then they like kind of just don't talk for a while and you forget they're there. Mm-hmm. You're like, wow, nature. And then they come back in and you forget that they weren't talking for so long. Mm-hmm. I don't I think know. The best documentaries, I kind of zone out and I start thinking about my own things about what I think of whatever is playing. And then when I tune back in, I'm like, oh, I have to rewind because I missed what they were saying. I forget have you, how much have I you seen Ken Burns' uh, Civil War series? Yeah. Some of it. Not all of it. Ken That's Burns my favorite. Is, Ken Burns. Is, Ken Burns is awesome. Yes. I love that iMovie has a Ken Burns like feature where you can pan out like how Ken Burns does or in in the documentaries. I don't know. I used it on your golf video. So Wow. Yes. <laughs> Which one? The one that I can put slow-mo in. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. My training video. Are you yes. having people film you for golf now? No, that was all for promo, you know, for the Boys and Girls Clubs, trying to get some hits, some likes, mm-hmm. um, to show people that I took it very seriously and that I was training. Buff up my cinematography skills. Absolutely. So. This is all just like getting ready for the GPO. Yes, for and when Nick golfs for us. What do we... I don't know. I just meant like, not me golfing, I meant the <laughs> video editing. Yes. That was yes. way over Alyssa's head. I just agreed with you. When I'm representing the GPO on a PGA tour. Yes. We're getting there. <laughs> Every time you golf... One, one double bogey closer. at a time. Yes. Double bogeys are not good. Oh, No. <laughs> no double bogeys, Nicholas. No. Holes in one. That doesn't Holes happen. One. So it's got to. Otherwise, why would they call it that? Well, I mean, it does happen. Oh, gosh. You know why? Hmm. Um, like people always bring an extra sock on a, on a, on a golf course mm. just in case they get a hole in one. God, I saw it coming from miles away. Yeah, but you <laughs> still let it come. <laughs> still, it was good. It seemed like it was going to be a fun fact, and it was. <laughs> I don't ever bring. That's not a fun fact. Did you, fun did you almost fact. just say you never bring fun facts? Oh, I always bring fun facts. Okay. Yep. Sometimes, but that wasn't a fun fact. That was just a bad joke. Mm. Mm-hmm. I want to do a dad joke segment. You should once a week. Mm-hmm. Let's go back and forth. Once a week, your show's once a week. That's so. what, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every show. How's that? Every show. Yes. My my favorite one lately has been. Why isn't a koala bear considered a bear? Oh, I, I, I think I know the answer. Because it doesn't fit the qualifications. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. applause from Micah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. My favorite is how does a pickle... No, shoot. <laughs> you ruined it. Oh, how, you? Does a cucumber... <laughs> yeah. how does a cucumber become a pickle? How? It goes through a jarring experience. Oh, mm. okay. Yes. Fair. I like the That's hole. That's a B minus. Which one? I like the hole. Okay, thank you. The sock one, the best. You. You're up, Taylor. Thanks. <laughs> I don't have any dad jokes. Sorry, guys. Um. I think I would be a terrible lawyer in court because I would want to make as many puns as possible to get the jury to laugh. Yeah. That's punishment That's for why? some people. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> That's why you'd make a better clown. <laughs> We're back on the clowns. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. She just sent in a clown. <laughs> Oh, I tell you. Uh, yeah, I don't think a jury would like you. What? Sorry. I'm moderately likable. Yeah, not if you keep up with the dad jokes, though. Oh. 
I feel attacked. Yeah. First the clowns, now this. First <laughs> now the clowns. You. Me. First the clowns, now you. Yeah. Well, the that's clowns right. got it in I the first segment. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, before we wrap today's show, Taylor, what's one of the most memorable cases you have that you'll just take with you? Was it your first case in court? Was it your first time you slammed your fist down and yelled, objection, your honor? No. Um, <laughs> I wish I was ready for this. I don't mm, – I think all my trials have been very memorable for very different reasons. Um, winning – my first trial as a prosecutor and then winning my first trial as a defense attorney, both memorable for very different reasons and feeling um, very good for very different reasons. So um, I think both of those. I know you probably wanted a better story than that. But um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, Family law is very, very different. And it's in front of a judge, not a jury. So uh, that's something to keep in mind. And How different are your strategies then when you're going against a judge and then you have a jury there? Very, very different because a jury, you obviously you want them to like you. You, you know, talk to them the entire time to try and get them to or not the entire time, but during it's called voir dire. Um, a judge, a lot of the times you see the same judge during family law trials. So it's more about building just that honest um, reputation in front of that judge. So it's just a different tactic. And how much strategy goes into, I mean, you know, finding cases that have existed in one in the past and referencing those in your defense or your prosecution? Um, well, defense and prosecution, its that's what kind of builds the law, and you need to know those. For family law, it's kind of everything an argument for bringing that in front of the judge because that changes, in my opinion, a lot more um, than criminal defense because family law cases, you try and find the facts that are most aligned to yours, if that makes sense, um, for like divorces, for child custody, things like that, and make that argument. So. Messy. It is well, messy. if you need a lawyer, Taylor Myers of TaylorMade Legal Services. Thank you. Yeah. And hear all about her stories about how she wants to win your case. And when you get those misdemeanors like hit and runs and you read your Miranda <laughs> rights, Micah, looking at you. <laughs> hit and run. My gun is It's more likely the opposite. I'm more likely to be run over <laughs> and then run. And <laughs> <laughs> scatter out into the dark. Oh, well, he runs into a car and flees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've stumbled. I'm not a few that times. clumsy. <laughs> I've, I'm. You You've know. hit a car, hit oh. and run. No, I've, with your body, I still count. Like you know, when you're never mind. <laughs> I don't have to explain myself. <laughs> right. Sometimes you just kind it's of your show, Nick. Come on, it is. <laughs> I should explain myself. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see you this weekend at 477 Distilling or at the Greeley Stampede, which kicks off tomorrow night, June 23rd. Folks, thanks for tuning in. And that's our cutoff. <laughs>